0: One, we're recording. Welcome back to another episode of Beer, Bacon, and Bros. As always, I've got Adam, Austin, and Chris here in the studio with us. Hopefully we can deliver a a fire episode for you on this one. And take a little quick second here, as today is uh, Thursday, September 12th. I want to remember yesterday, you know, 2001, September 11th. Quite a significant day for U.S. history there. And I'm going to say on September 10th, 18 years ago, 246 people went to sleep in pepper, in preparation for their morning flights. 2,606 people went to sleep in preparation for work in the morning. 343 firefighters went to sleep in preparation for their morning shift. 60 police officers went to sleep getting ready for their morning patrol. Eight paramedics went to sleep getting ready to do that morning ride in the bus. None of them saw past 10 a, 10 a.m. the next day, September 11, 2001. In one single moment, life may never be the same for you. So tonight, we ask you that as you go to sleep, reach out to your loved ones. Just say, "Hey, love you." Let them know what's going on. Just reach out, have a friendly conversation. And just want to say that the reason we believe those events occurred is hating the world so reach out and just say love you to random people i think we could all agree on that that it's a people person we have in this world today but on a lighter note we're going to get into this uh this conversation that we've got planned for you i think we've got a an electric show for you planned today don't you agree boys you agree
1: yeah let's freaking go oh yeah it's about to be a good one
0: let's let's lighten it let's liven their moods up a little bit
2: it's slightly average
1: <laughs> all right all right just like austin sex life hey, just, yo. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, all yo.
2: right so
0: i'm gonna uh, as always pass it over to adam he's gonna do the little agenda for us and we're gonna get this show rolling hopefully liven up your little your little thursday afternoon thursday night whenever you're listening to this
1: all right so for today's episode we're looking at your favorite restaurant combo so if you had to take two restaurants and combine them what would it be So, Uh,
0: like, for example, we're going off, like, the the normal gas station once you see. It's like, what, KFC and, like, Long uh, John Silver
3: or or, or, something like that? or Burger King or something like that.
2: No, Taco Bell KFC is, like, the only one I've ever seen.
3: I've always seen, I've I've seen seen Long John Silver. I've seen Long John Silver,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Go, rest Uh, of the agenda, Adam. Austin's not as explored as all of us. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. My bad.
1: So, for this episode today, we're going to do your favorite restaurant combo. So, if you had to pick two restaurants and combine them together, what would they be? Alex has a question of the day, and then Austin's stupid question at the end of the day, and then we're going to roll into the pick six for the upcoming weekend.
3: Wait, no. No, no, we're not. We're recapping the pick six from this previous weekend. We're recapping. We, none of oh. us have our... Well, I have some of my pick sixes, but we haven't put our pick sixes together yet. No, we're just recapping. Yeah, we're just recapping pick sixes from this previous weekend, and who's the loser? Okay. Right? Um, throw, I do have one stat of the day, so throw that in there and then we'll recap. We'll recap pick sixes. Well, put my stat of the day before the pick six recap. And then if we have time at the end and don't say this in the agenda, but if we have time at the end, we will roll into week one recap of NFL. Yes. All
2: right. Uh, Um, we're waiting on him. We. We are, but they're going to cut this. We're waiting on him because I don't want to start. And then he walk in the door and you hear the door. So we're going to sit here. Actually, open that door. Because I know what he's doing. All right. right. And we are going to start over with the schedule in three, two, one.
1: And for this episode, we are going to do your favorite restaurant combo. So if you had to take two restaurants and put them together, what would it be? We're going to do Alex himself has a question of the day today. And then we're going to roll into Austin's stupid pick of the day or stupid question of the day. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to recap the pick six from this previous weekend and who the loser is. And then the Wheel of Punishment will be making its debut, hopefully by the episode five of this of this podcast.
0: Yeah, so um, we're going to post the actual spinning of the wheel on YouTube. And it's you can find us at just beer, comma, space bacon, the ampersand bros, just how you would spell it normal spaces between the ampersand and bacon and bros. And we're gonna have that video up for you. Hopefully you get a good enjoyment out of the uh the two losers we got going through some possibly se- severe punishments. Who we've got we got Adam that lost week one, and then we gotta go into the pick six pick before we reveal the the week two losers. But we're gonna go into the uh what restaurant combo right now. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take it from here. We're gonna go to Adam's left spin around from me to Chris to Austin. And I think I think you might be surprised by the combo I've got. So first one, of course, is Taco Bell. Late night openings, cheap menus, good to go every time. You can't go wrong with Taco Bell. The second one is Boston Market. I don't know if you boys have ever had it.
1: I've had Boston Market before, but like in like frozen dinners, not Get in the standalone building, so
0: Boston Market in a standalone building in like an actual like restaurant is fantastic. Get the half
3: chicken. Where can you find Boston Market? Like, where did you where did so you the only, find the, it? Florida?
0: The only Boston Markets I found are on military bases. So I like guess I'm kind of got an advantage to you boys because oh, I'm the only one that's getting on there. But yeah, okay. you can get a half chicken, you can get a quarter chicken, you can get a meatloaf, uh, chicken pot pie, or a Boston Market bowl. As your entree, but you get fantastic sides. They got like uh, sweet potato casserole, green beans, corn, these deluxe potato wedges. There's a ghost in the room. What just fell over there? The styrofoam packaging. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So um, you can get the green beans, this corn casserole, all kinds of amazing sides, man. It's it's honestly fantastic. Uh Cream spinach. That's my favorite. That's my go-to right now. Cream spinach is a side. It's it's good to go. It kind of sucks that I pitched that out there because I don't think you boys have ever had it. B- besides Adam getting it frozen meals, but
3: can we get it at Fort Jackson? Yeah, all day. Okay, yeah, but- so you can take us to Fort Jackson one day on base and we can get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could. Okay. okay. We, have, we have to go through the whole visitor signing right. process,
0: That'll
2: but be, we yeah. can
3: do it. That'll be a little filter one would, day for the Beer, no, Bacon Bros podcast.
2: <laughs> we'll just get the frozen dinners, and we'll just eat them, we'll just <laughs> well, eat them at a, from Walmart. Well,
3: no. Are, like Is it better frozen dinner or better in, in oh, restaurant? Oh, no. It's definitely better right there in restaurant. Did you just ask will... if
2: something's better fresh or frozen?
3: Well, I, so I? let me, let me <laughs> clarify. Is there a difference between the in-restaurant uh, it's always a difference. Okay, there's yeah, always there's yeah. being frozen I, I in, in restaurants. I agree, but I just wanted to clarify. So. Chris, so, like, it's
0: it's it's perfectly classic home style food. Like, it's like stuff you would get like Lizard if you went it. if you went to grandma's house on a so, late afternoon on the weekend. You'd be like, this is the same this is the same kind of food you would get from grandma's house. This at, is on like a, a Sunday afternoon. This
2: combo is really interesting for you because your absolutely love of chicken wings and. I do
0: love meat, chin- So So, uh, some chicken wings.
2: From my knowledge, neither one of those have chicken wings.
0: No, they do not. So, you're saying you would eat this for well, the, I mean, the, the rest, the rest ha- of the your ha- life. The perfect, the no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. We're not talking the rest of your life. We're just talking about your ideal... Con- like, if I can go to a place and get the best of both worlds, he's talking about I'm going to get... Like, all right, so put them two together. What are you going to get for those two? Like, if you're sitting down and having one meal, just big, scrumptious, I ain't ate all day meal what you getting so first off i'm gonna get some sort of like
0: you got if you go to taco bell and you're looking for something like i haven't eaten all day you've got to get a massive burrito massive burrito you can't ever go wrong with it and then cheesy gordita crunch is my go-to in taco bell but the only reason i really love it is because i can either get the the taco bell feel or i can come in and get the i'm gonna get home style like so no matter what time of day it is, they've got whatever you need, in my opinion. That's what—that's why I find it's so dangerous as that combo.
3: So there's not like a specific meal that you would ideally have uh, with no, these it'd be, two together, is, it, is what I'm asking.
0: It'd be a wild card every time I go in there. Like I would never get the same thing over and over
3: again. Okay, okay, all right. Good. Is that good for you? Yeah,
0: that's my combo: Taco okay. Bell and Boston Market.
3: So I'm keeping the Taco Bell as well. Um, nobody in their right mind is probably surprised if you know me that Taco Bell is at least a once a week meal for me. Um, welcome to the Chunky Boy Club. Absolutely not healthy for you, but it is fantastic. It is delicious, and there are so many things on that menu even for a dollar that you can get that are fantastic. But my second one is going to sound like a like a like a basic white girl kind of kind of pick, but Chick Fil A. And I, I say this because, my like, ideally, if I can sit down and I can have a spicy deluxe sandwich with a beefy nacho loaded griller, or even, like, a mini chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell, like, what a freaking combo, baby. Like, what a ideal meal. You get late night, one's cheap, one's somewhat still semi-cheap, but... I mean, there's so many, like there's so many things at Chick Fil A that I love. There's so many things at Taco Bell that I love. I think I could probably like if I could I could go to this location and eat every single day of my life for probably three months and still not get the same thing or be the same
1: kind of combo for me.
2: Bahar blast or sweet tea. I'm I. I'm, <laughs>
3: You you think sweet tea?
1: Only because of my recent history with the Baja Blast at right, Taco Bell. Fuck that! I hate this right, Taco has Bell. Gotten it off. can
2: burn down for all I know. No kind of no, no, shit. no 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 no! They There's... have unsugared Baja Blast. I don't know what it is. It is unsugared. It is unsugared.
1: Not zero sugar, but unsugared. It's
2: unsugared. Because Baja Blast deserves sugar in it, and that thing is unsugared. So
3: so one of our aunts texted us. And, uh, shout out to Aunt Cookie. Thank you for listening out in Houston, Texas. But she texted us this past week, and she was uh, listening to episode two, I think, and somebody said, me and Jake and not Jake and I. And she was ripping the two of us for grammatically not getting our sentences correct and stuff. And I was like, Well, well who said that? And she's like, Well, I don't want to call out the person because I feel like I would be. It's Austin. It's definitely it, me. It's definitely, definitely. Austin. Yeah, I don't care. But, I... <laughs> but um, so, ins-
2: so, to, so you're not mixing anything. You would just eat meal here with meal here.
3: I would, like, would I be mixing them? In, like, would I take a, a beefy five layer burrito and throw a. Five nuggets into it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. <sighs> well, that doesn't really sound like a bad combo, does it? Five nuggets inside of a I would, beefy five I layer I would burrito. say a
2: chicken quesadilla with chicken nuggets shredded into it. Ooh, that would be good. That's man. what I would do Ooh. if we were going up you know there. Your- you know
3: what they need to figure out at Chick fil A? They need to figure out some spicy nuggets. We got a spicy sandwich. They, they've this. had it. We
1: used to have spicy nuggets at Chick fil A. They got
3: rid of them. Hey, start that over again.
0: I'm sorry.
1: They used to have spicy nuggets at Chick-fil-A, but they did end up getting rid of them.
3: They need to bring those back, man. We need them spicy nuggets. I was going
0: when I I think when I was leaving Chick-fil-A as an employee, they, they were bringing in the spicy nuggets, and it was like, it, cause I, the only reason I remember that is because it was a huge process for making the spicy nuggets, because you, you have to use different batter, a different fryer, like it's, it's, it's this whole different process, which is actually kind of like, I think what sets like sets Chick Fil A away from other restaurants is they go through that whole process, like that whole process of separating the spicy from the normal and all that stuff. Make sure everything gets cooked in its own batter and everything.
3: Interesting. To answer your question though, um, I am not a big Baja Blast fan actually. So I was a big Mountain Dew Whiteout fan when they had it. Shout out to Mountain Dew, you need to bring that back. And um, so to me, it would be a sweet tea. It's not even either either place I go, I still get sweet tea.
2: So, what are you missing? Like, what's the big food that you're missing? Um, I guess subs, Italian, Mexican. Oh, no, you have to talk about uh, Italian. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, technically, <laughs> te- I'm, technically
3: I'm, they got mac and cheese at Chick-fil-A American, A now, so I get some noodles there. Um, you You
0: would have no burgers? Why don't we get through the, the rest of us saying our two combos? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Go, so go ahead with your combo. Go ahead with your Mine combo.
0: Mine would be Cookout.
2: And uh, <laughs> Chris is mad at me right now. Because drink, <laughs> drink my
3: whole damn Capri Sun over here.
2: <laughs> uh, my food groups are two choices. is Cookout for sure. And if I had to go with the second one to pair with it. I would say Firehouse. Firehouse Ups. Um, I just think I pretty much cover everything there. Cookout has a huge variety. You got milkshakes for desserts. Love the sweet tea. Firehouse can make about any good sub. I love about six different subs from Firehouse. So that has me covered through at least a week. And then Cookout with the tray. I mean, anything you want. Take a take a good sandwich though and put some chili cheese on it like a firehouse sandwich and then cookouts chili cheese on it with some maybe fries on top because i like fries on a sandwich that's good um i just think i cover almost everything there how do y'all think
1: so i mean i'm not mad at it because i do i do enjoy cookout and i do love a good sub so that's actually a pretty solid combo
0: I mean, I don't think it's a bad combo at all. Uh, cookout, Cookout's a classic go-to for me at, like, lunch when I'm just wanting to get something real quick and real cheap or, like, late at night. when it, Cookout's for when I'm wanting to go cheap, man. Like, honestly. But it's still great food. Like, their burger, when I get it fully loaded the way I do, is still absolutely fantastic. I love it. Getting the little uh, chicken wraps that they've got. Can't hate it. And then Firehouse, I'm a huge Firehouse supporter. I love their... Uh, bacon chicken ranch sub that they've got. love that shit.
3: So, well, first off, I love Cookout. Cookout would probably, I, I could even put Cookout and Chick-fil-A together, or ch- Cookout and Taco Bell together and be fine with my combo, but I'm not a big Firehouse fan, and, like, I don't, I don't know, you mentioned pasta a second ago, and I've been kind of pondering, where can we, where can you get quick pasta?
2: Bellasinos. Fazolis.
3: Bellasinos. You could get, yeah, fazole. I didn't think about
2: I that. Almost, so. I almost took Firehouse out and put Bellasinos in there because they do pizza, pasta, and subs. And like that, that would be the only way I could cover almost any everything. Yeah. Because you take Firehouse and then our uh, Subway and then Bellasinos, which a lot of people don't know of. Bellasinos is not a big chain. Um, and I'll, some of y'all may not know what Cookout is. If you're west of Mobile, Alabama, you don't know what Cookout is.
3: Um, if you're not in the states of South Carolina or North Carolina, you're not going no, to. No, go there is
2: those. one in. Mobile, Alabama, when I was in Houston, Texas, we looked this up. I was wanting cook cookout one day. One day. Okay. But okay. Uh, west of Mobile, Alabama, you don't know what a cookout is. Uh, it's literally the name. So almost anything you want out a cookout, you can get there at a cookout. And if you've never seen it, Google their menu and you will go nuts over what you can get in a cookout tray.
3: That's all I have to say. You and I were having a conversation at the tailgate this past weekend about how we wish Taco Bell did what cookout does and you could build your own $5 box. Can you imagine what Taco Bell would be like if you could build your own $5 box out of like list of items like cookout does? Heavenly. (laughs) <laughs> heavenly honestly like you go to talk out and say
2: uh, taco bell and say all right you have one premium thing so like a gordita crunch or a Quesarito, chicken quesadilla those are like the one big things
0: yeah you get to pick one of them Just yeah one of
2: them. one big thing and then you get two small ones so two tacos two beefy five-layer
1: burritos the loaded grillers there's many quesadillas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you the could Doritos make, tacos. you like. could, you could make a case for Taco Bell to do that, and that would be a great idea, great business. So Taco Bell, if you ever happen to get hint of this, think about that great yep. business Ten, idea. Ten
3: percent increase in revenue over the next five months for you, right there. If you do that,
2: you wouldn't lose money either, because like you think about the boxes they do; it's the same price, and actually you get more food in the boxes because you get one main, two sides, a uh, dessert which is a cinnamon twist and a drink for five bucks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the a chicken quesadilla is going to cost the same thing as making that triple double crunch wrap. Right. I mean, theoretically
2: they're close to it. I mean, you're 20 cents off, something like that, but
0: yeah, the, the, I love the, the cheesy gordita crunch. The, we were talking about the other day, the uh, triple crunch wrap Supreme. It's, it's not fantastic, but it's a great go-to item on their menu. So uh, was the
1: uh the double chalupa. That was a pretty good one.
0: The double chalupa? Okay. Yeah, the double chalupa was pretty good. Um to me it was just it was messy. It was real, real messy. And I like I hate eating fast food that's gonna get all over the place. Granted that I love a Russia's cheeseburger when it's dripping with all the toppings. But so that's a different story for a different time.
2: You can only get one thing from cookout. What are you getting? I, I know quesadillas. mine. Yours is quesadillas. Mine's chili cheese fries. If you've never had them, try them. They're really good.
1: I know. I'm a big fan of the honey mustard wraps.
0: I'm going with the burger. I love the burger. Which one do you do? I do the uh, the double cheeseburger with lettuce, tomato, pickle, ketchup, mustard. I think that's it. And then throwing bacon when I'm getting real froggy with it.
2: Have you ever had, like, the smothered burger or whatever it is? It's like the – it's like – it's a double burger, double cheese, uh, like, grilled onions on it. It looks really good, but I've never had it. My buddy Steve always gets it.
0: No, I've never had that. I've never – I've never been through that smothered burger. I've never even I've never even heard of that name it, or knew it was a thing. Like that's got to be like some sort
3: of secret menu item. Nah, that that that's got. definitely at Waffle House. He's getting it confused. Hey, that that <laughs> is Speaking
2: good.
1: Speaking of Waffle House, ooh, is oh. Waffle House in yours? Oh. I was about yeah. to say we haven't even gotten oh, to Adam's. Yeah, all right, Ad, yeah,
3: go ahead, Adam. Sorry, we were ranting a little bit. Go ahead, Adam. We're
0: alive
3: and now.
1: Speaking of Waffle House, uh, my combo actually would be a Waffle House and White Castle combo. Um, Both are open 24-7, and you could get like your breakfast portion from the Waffle House. You can get your midday fix for lunch either off the Waffle House menu or get you a couple sliders for like $4. Or you could go late night and still get... An, a copious amount of sliders, or you can get your late night junk food. I think it's the ideal combo for what we're looking for in this situation.
3: I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I I, I mean I like the White Cla- Castle sliders. Um, you know I I don't get them out of the freezer section that often, but I've had them before, and I, I'm a huge Waffle House fan. the The chicken melt at Waffle House with the bacon and cheese and stuff on it. I mean. Pair that with some freaking cheese covered hash browns. That's a that's a that's like my dinner go to. Like oddly enough, if we go like super late to Waffle House, like you talking two, three in the morning kind of thing, I'm the all star breakfast all the way kind of guy. But like if I showed up for seven thirty at dinner, like the the chicken bacon melt go to.
1: But just picture that now. Think about like four sliders with like smothered and covered hash browns as your as your side instead of fries.
2: I mean, I like it. I do. But I think chicken be- dominates my life and like I eat chicken so much in life that like I mean, granted both places have chicken, but if are you ever going to Waffle House or White Castle for chicken?
1: I mean, not ideally, but I'm not telling. I'm that uh, this isn't my only combo. I have to eat the rest of my life. Like I can yeah, still I mean, go to Chick Fil A and Zaxby's and those places. Ch- Chick Fil A does
3: not dominate everybody's life like it dominates your life.
2: No, I am not a big Chick Fil A fan. No, no I no. think I, first.
1: I eat more Chick Fil A than Adam, probably anybody. Adam is definitely the podcast. most Chick
3: Fil
2: A, and it's probably Alex second than Chris. All right, y'all, y'all two are probably. Times there's,
0: there's times where I'll go through where I'm eating Chick-fil-A multiple times a day.
3: A day? Like a lunch or a, a yes. breakfast
0: will start off the day, <laughs> and then it'll be a lunch or a dinner again. So, and, and
3: I'm not judging you, because this past weekend, when our Chick-fil-A West Columbia reopened on Friday... Was it Friday that it reopened
1: or Thursday? I think it was like Friday, yeah. Either yeah, way, we I went it,
3: Saturday for breakfast. Exactly, but I went I went Friday night, the night before, and got a meal because it was the first day that it was open. Shout out to Chick-fil-A in West Columbia. Thank you for coming back into our lives. But, I mean, that. like, I probably, Sydney and I eat Chick-fil-A at least once a week. We're awards members, so. So, I have a theory
2: on Chick-fil-A, and this is my take on Chick-fil-A. There's two phases you are in when you're dealing with Chick-fil-A. You're either in your break from Chick-fil-A, whether it be a week, two months, three days. You're in your break where you don't want it. And then you eat it again. For some reason, someone wants to go to Chick-fil-A, you eat it with them. And then after that, you eat it. Like, two, two, one. All right, so this is my theory on Chick fil A, and this is what I've seen by watching myself and other people. There's two types, two things with Chick fil A. You're either in the eating of Chick fil A or you're in your waiting to eat Chick fil A. So you go in phases with Chick fil A where you don't eat it. Whether it's different for every person, mine can be up to like months where I go like a month or two without eating Chick fil A. But as soon as I eat it that first time, There in the next couple of weeks, I'm eating it, like, two, three times a week. And then I get back in the phase where I'm like, ah, like, I don't have to have it. Like, I won't eat it. But, see, for some people, it's not like that. They take, like, a week off, and then they eat it, like, almost every day. How do you all think about that? Do you think you're the same way, or is it just me?
1: No, I just don't take a break from eating Chick-fil-A. There was a good stretch of time, I think almost two months straight, that me and uh, my buddy Christian would go every Friday night after the gym and go to Chick-fil-A. And then there was multiple times during the week where I would go to Chick-fil-A.
2: But after those two months, did you?
1: I quit going on Friday nights, but I still went. So you you I are just,
2: consistent. Like...
1: Oh, yeah. I'm eating Chick-fil-A probably once a week. And I'm not mad at it.
0: I'm okay with eating Chick Fil A multiple times a day. As I've said before, you know I can, I can have it for breakfast. I can have it for lunch. I can have it for dinner three times a day, and be perfectly okay with it. I don't, I don't mind running through the drive-through or going in. And I, I work there. I, I love every single item on that menu. There's not a single thing on that menu that I will look at and go, mm, I don't want to eat that today. Like I seriously. Can go through that entire menu in a matter of a week and be perfectly fine with the choices I've made so far.
3: Don't they have soups?
0: Oh, they have fantastic soups.
3: Are the soups good?
1: Very good. The oh, uh, yeah.
0: the, the what's the the, the, the chicken, the, the Santa Fe one or something like that? The, yeah, the
1: chicken Santa Fe, and then the chicken tor- tort tortilla or, or how do you say it? Chicken.
0: The Santa Fe and the tortilla one is the same thing we're thinking of. It's like the spicy kind of like Hispanic yeah. blend to it. Yeah, it's yeah, got little. That's the
3: same one. I got the app up. I look because I'm a rewards member to answer your question. So they have I'm, they have the, the normal
0: <laughs> they have the normal chick like the normal chicken uh, soup that you can get the chicken noodle soup. They have the normal chicken noodle soup, and then they've got like a Santa Fe tortilla kind of thing. I don't know, but that one's really good. That's my favorite, especially when it's it's colder months outside. That's my favorite go to.
3: But hey, to answer your question, Sydney and I eat Chick Fil A at, at least once a week, so it's it's a pretty. Uh, thing in our household so
2: minis or biscuits
1: uh the chicken egg and cheese bagel so minis that's that's your answer you can't beat the minis
0: that chicken egg and cheese bagel is pretty fire it's you can't really it's hard to beat that sandwich that's a full-blown sandwich right there but i'm gonna have to go with the burrito if you've not had the The burrito the breakfast burrito is bomb it's got scrambled eggs the chicken the hash browns in it and cheese all wrapped up into that little warm, snugly tortilla shell for you.
3: It is it is fire in the mornings. I love that one. What is your favorite thing from Chick-fil-A? Like if you if you had to literally go like, all right, you're on you're on your you get one more meal for your life and you've chosen Chick-fil-A, what will you be and it's just an on like it's just a meal. You can't get like seven entrees with this. But like a Chick fil A sandwich, fries and drink, or like what would it be?
0: It would either be and I know I'm supposed to narrow it down to one, but I can't. It would be a spur-of-the-moment decision between the char-grilled club or the spicy chicken deluxe on a wheat bun instead. But then you've got to get the large fries and a large sweet tea to go with it. But it's the char-grilled club or the spicy deluxe. I can't decide which one.
1: So pull the trigger right there in the moment. I'm, I'm going to go with what I always get, get the uh, number one deluxe, which is your classic. Chicken Chick Fil A sandwich with lettuce, tomato, cheese. Add bacon. Large fry, large, large, sweetie.
2: Minis, a hundred percent.
1: Like how many minis?
2: Like a yeah. hundred, but like a hundred percent minis. Like it. It's the chicken. It's it's like you get nuggets with a perfect bun. Like
3: if. If someone offered you a hundred dollars to eat fifty, yes. 50 minis, I could don't you care. Do it? I don't care what number you say. Yes, <laughs> like you. All right, you literally. All right, if you don't eat, if you don't eat and complete. All fifty minis, you don't get the hundred dollars. Could you do it? If you don't eat yeah. fifty minis in one sitting, yeah, you're a bitch.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care. There's if no I'm not way you get... cannot do fifty minis in one I mean, sitting.
2: No, 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 no. Like that is a lot of food. Don't get me wrong. But, all that,
0: all that
3: bread, boy.
2: But listen to this.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yummy in my tummy. <laughs> I was about to say you're gonna enjoy it. I don't care how bad you feel the next day.
2: I don't care how bad it is. You are gonna enjoy that so much that, like, honestly. Don't even throw the $100 in there. Just give me 50 minutes and I'll go to freaking town.
0: I won't eat for like a day or two afterwards, but yeah, I'm with Austin. You're going to be going so good into flavor town, as Guy Fier would say, that you're not going to
2: realize your stomach's killing you. That's like saying if someone would pay for you to eat 100 tacos, would you try to eat
3: 100 tacos? Where are they coming from?
2: Anywhere. Taco Bell. (laughs) I was about to say Taco Bell
1: tacos. I don't.
3: Oh, for our flashback memory of the day, Alex, you remember when you ate an entire twelve pack of tacos in less than ten minutes? You remember uh, when you dropped? Yeah, because your stepbrother challenged me, and I was like, "Dude, that's that's easy." You remember like, easy you did right it, you right did it in like three minutes and forty five
2: seconds? You remember when you <laughs> followed that up with dropping my phone in a glass of tea? Because I'm pretty sure that was the same night. Wasn't? It was
0: also the same night. Well, it's not the same night, but it's that same phone that you touted as being indestructible. Yeah, yeah but
3: no.
2: But, um. So that, w- that was our food take. Uh, I think we all had some pretty good ideas. But uh, Alex, I think you have a question for today. What was it?
0: Yeah, so my question that I'm going to pose to you, uh, you three gentlemen and to the audience listening to us. When you're traveling, this can be either stateside, worldwide, whatever you want. I want to hear each one of you give a hot take on the best experience and the worst experience you've had while traveling. Like the worst memory, best memory. It can either be a total of a trip or it could be like one five minute span. Just something that tops the scale and something that is like your guideline for like, it can't get worse than this. Is uh, Hold on. Hold on. Is that, am you going to start off for us?
1: Yep. So uh, I'll start us off. Uh, my best trip that I probably have ever taken uh, is probably to Australia. I was real young. I'd love to go back, but. Either way, I got to spend three weeks over in Australia. uh, Traveled up and down what would be their east coast. Uh, So I got to tour Sydney, the Opera House, the Parliament. uh, Snorkeled on the Great Barrier Reef. So, you know, I I did all the touristy stuff, but also did, you know, some of the things you, as a normal tourist, you wouldn't get to do. But with the group I went with, we were able to do a couple other extra things that were pretty cool. And then, I don't know, probably my... Worst trip, um, probably be to, I don't know, probably Myrtle Beach. Just, we, uh, I was probably junior in high school, and it wasn't that I, like, the guys I went with, great guys, love them to death, Uh, so shout out to Garrett and Jacob, but we, we just had uh, a couple unfortunate events go down.
0: Like uh, molten lava cheese being poured down your back. This is like,
3: the exact trip I think, isn't it? Y-
1: yeah, that that's part of it. But
3: then <laughs> shout out to Jacob Smoke for dropping hot cheese on that. <laughs> but but
1: the, the thing that led to that whole kind of situation was the three of us being there was Garrett's dog ended up at the vet that trip. So I mean it was kind of just a things that went wrong, like that was Murphy's Law, like things that could go wrong went wrong, unfortunately, for that trip. The guys I was with still made it worth the trip though. So I mean, other than that, that was that was all I would say.
2: Um so I don't really have many bad vacations, I would say. Um the one where we went to the mountains and I was a young kid and got sick because we went down a road called the Dragon in
3: Tennessee. That, you, is, that is the exact one I was gonna um, go with. You threw up everywhere. I, I
2: forgot about that one before I started this. But uh I took a work trip to uh, Cameron, Louisiana. If you've ever heard of it, I'm sorry for you. Uh, Cameron is so small. It, it was hit by a hurricane early in the 2000 years, 90s, somewhere around in there. Um, and just kind of not recovered from it. And it has two restaurants and a Dollar General. And that's when I'm saying that's all, I am saying that's all and it has a little ship canal and we were working on a little ship canal there. They bring in um oil and gas and stuff like that, but it literally is in the middle of nowhere and there's nothing. You have to take a ferry to get to it. You ride on you pull your car onto a ferry like it's just google it if you have any questions, you'll see why. Um and the best vacation um God, I had this one in my head, but I can't remember. Oh, um, was also was in Texas. Um, went to uh, Lake Travis in Austin. Great lake. No one's on it. Beautiful scenery. Um, you literally go from middle of nowhere Texas driving around to bam, a lake pops up, and it just gets green and beautiful. And there's this really nice resort there that you can stay at. Has some pools, a lazy river. It was just a great experience. I went with my aunt. We had a ball with her two kids. It was just a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Um, so that would probably be my best trip.
3: So, uh, yeah. So I guess worst-wise, if it isn't the one where you threw up over the entire car and kept throwing up in in the mountains – Actually it's probably the one that we went to the beach, Adam, and I gashed my eye open the the days before we went to the beach. And because um, I it's long story short, I bent over in a dark garage and uh gashed my eye open on a piece of furniture and went to the emergency room and got eight stitches and the very next day we went to the beach and I and I couldn't. And I couldn't literally get into the water um, because you can't, you know, get that part of your body wet when um, you have a bunch of tissues in your face. So uh, that's probably going to be – that was probably my worst one because it was still a cool beach experience. But, like, you know, I, I couldn't stay in the sand for long because I didn't want to get sand in it. And I couldn't get it infected or anything like that. So um, best vacation – Ooh, best vacation is actually probably when we went to Pensacola, New Orleans for spring break, our junior year of college, Alex. That was a, that was a hell of a time. Shout out to that group. That was an listening. electric time.
0: Whew. It's not my best. I'm spoiler alert, not my best, but that's, it's on the top five. Oh it, Easily top five. Wow.
3: Easily. I mean, that was fantastic in the cruise we went on two years ago, Austin. That was fantastic. Yeah, so That
2: was, that was a good time. Um, I, that, that would, that would, that would be my, that would probably be up there with, that would, yeah definitely be up there with my best just because just because
3: of like the places that you stop on that cruise trip that we took are so beautiful and so unique and just just every every single stop all four of them are different in each little way so it's kind of really cool in that but i mean pensacola new orleans in college for spring break oh boy
2: shout out the uh amber (laughs) cove if you go on a carnival cruise and go to amber cove uh waterfall excursion do it it's worth it and I, I did
0: it and it was amazing
3: yeah so all right alex rolling with yours then so the
0: the pensacola uh new orleans trip was great the reason we did that trip is because i was in pensacola for a long time with the navy love pensacola shout out to uh the hurricane that set off the coast the entire week i took my friend group there because i would spent months talking about how beautiful it was and then that hurricane just ruined the weather we went down there for that one week like Murky ass water, like it looked like we were at Myrtle Beach again. And I was like, "Nope, we're in the Gulf of Mexico. Shouldn't have this muddy ass water." But hurricane ruined that for us. But I'm going to say the the greatest trip I ever went on vacation wise is definitely to be going to uh, France. Love going to France, being on the Eiffel Tower, going to uh, Notre Dame Cathedral or Notre Dame Cathedral, the beaches of Normandy. That's extremely moving for anybody that has any sort of like history or military kind of likeness that I've got where I just love that stuff. The Mont Saint-Michel out there off of the uh, coast of France. It's a kind of like, it's like a little hill that they've built like this kind of like almost like a castle looking thing that is surrounded by quicksand when the tide's out and when the tide comes back in, it's completely surrounded by water. Like you'll actually sink into the mud when the tide comes in it'll actually eat you up. Loved France, loved the food, loved the culture Hated the attitude people had towards Americans, but that's a different different topic for a different uh, podcast on that one.
3: It's okay. They've already surrendered anyways.
0: <laughs> and then for the worst trip I've ever had, that's going to be a tough one, man. I've I've loved a lot of them, but I think it's going to be like this one camping trip we went on, and it was alongside the river, and the tent had like a leak in it, and it rained and everything inside the tent just got wet and then all your gear got wet you were wet there was no escape in the rain and that's just a miserable miserable experience when you're camping like you just if you can't get dry i'm one of those people like if i can't get dry after like i'm okay with like a day and a half to two days worth of wet but like after the third day like i'm i'm ready to get dry and if i can't get dry or my gear can't get dry i'm ready to just literally rip heads off people like i'm ready to murder somebody
2: so you're talking about the same camping trip we're planning on going on in like a month
0: yeah it's the same spot same location this Um, sounds great except we're going in the fall this time the one we got wet on was in the the spring and one of my buddies was on the boat with me uh matt parr if he's out there listening a little shout out to him he me and him kind of looked at the sky and we're like we heard something coming and we're like, is that wind? And he was like, nah, bro, I think, that, I think that's rain. And we looked up river. And if you've ever been out in the water when rain's coming, it's like a straight wall that you can see actually moving towards you. And we we took off down the river, got soaking wet. The rain caught us and it just sat on us for two to three days. It sucked. We caught a lot of fish, but it just being constantly wet was miserable. But I think if I were to have to deal with that experience again, I'd be a lot easier going because i've been there before you know you kind of get used to it
2: yeah wet on a camping trip is very 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 miserable because it's just especially if you get all your clothes wet and you don't have anything physically dry and especially if it's really wet where you can't even get a fire going that's that is a bad trip so uh Uh,
0: especially especially when your sleeping bag gets wet if your sleeping bag like even if it gets damp yeah like where you just feel moisture you're like all right f this I'm going home like i'm I'm just ready to call it a quits
2: so uh any spectacular trips that y'all have planned anywhere you want to go?
0: I'll give a shout out to uh aruba going back to aruba love it uh perfect snorkeling got off the got to snorkel off of a uh World War, II German, uh, World War II German ship that was sank by the Germans themselves because they didn't want to surrender it to the, the Dutch at the time. That was a pretty cool snorkeling spot. Shout out to uh, New Orleans. Love New Orleans. Chris uh, stepped in a puddle on a Bourbon Street, and it was stagnant water that you couldn't see through. And I looked at Chris and said, Just chop that foot off and then burn the remaining part of the leg because there's no coming back from that one. Somehow still survived it. Don't know how he did that.
3: (laughs) It smelt. My foot smelt like diesel fuel for the whole rest of the night. (laughs) It was, you know, I I mean, people people crap on New Orleans for being like a dirty, gross, crime filled city. I love New Orleans. I have I have never gone somewhere, and and I've done a lot of international travel and a lot of travel in general from Seattle to Denver to Charlotte, New York, D.C., London, Berlin. Like uh, all, you know, all throughout Florida and stuff. I'm not sure I've ever met a, a nicer group of people than the people that we met in New Orleans. Like, were they, you know, were they odd? Sure. You know, but as far as hospitality, like that city, that city knows what is going I mean, they got it right down there. They got the tourism industry right in NOLA. So I take that back. Actually, there's some really hospitable people in the in the Caribbean. I do love them. They're, they're really nice. They love having you there. Is it you don't have another question, right? No, I'm done. Okay, so it's just you. Okay.
2: Um I have a trip planned soon to uh go across the pond. It's going to be my first trip across the pond. Anybody got any advice that's been
0: Uh speak English very quietly. Don't let them know that you're truly American. Um Don't
3: don't make fun, fun, don't make fun of their accents
0: yeah okay well that should be an obvious don't do that um
2: i have an american flag uh not british tank top i think i'm gonna wear that day one
3: ballsy move just ballsy day. move to wear that i think they're over the revolutionary war at this point like we're we, not we came to we came to save them twice i, I think i think they're i think they're kind of it's over just right the, it's the
0: the so, attitude that all americans are arrogant that's about it but just be or polite, that, that is a truth. Be very so, polite. So should I break out the yikes
2: uh, dash seventeen seventy six? They might
0: because that might be a okay one because they may not get the humor of that one. They may not get the actual full scope of what you're talking about. Yeah, I, was
1: about say, I was about to say that one might not be so so much uh, understood as if you just wore like freedom since seventeen seventy six. You know something nonsense like that.
0: The big thing over there. The big thing over there is. Respect goes a lot further than it does here. That's, yeah. that's my tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, Courtesies and traditions is a big thing over there, more than it is here.
2: Any food that I have to try,
0: go ahead, Alex. There's a pizza I had in France, flatbread, like thin crust. If you can get any sort of stuff like that, that's really good. Um, try traditional local food. That's the best thing. Like, I, like escargos. I've had that before. Not bad. Like. Get something for the area you've been in.
3: Bangers and mash. Shepherd's pie is originally from from either England or Ireland. I think it's England. Ireland. Is it Ireland? Ireland, yeah. yeah. Shepherd's pie is originally from Ireland. Um, Bangers and mash, fish and chips, which chips are literally just fries, but we're not even going to get into that. Um, If you're in Germany, schnitzel, like Uh, traditional. not
2: going there. Going to Madrid, Madrid, Barcelona, uh,
3: London and Paris. Ooh, what is the uh, in Barcelona, Spain? What is the? Um, it's like it's like a rice with mussels yeah, and shrimp and crab. Yeah. What is that called? It's
2: like a seafood medley almas with uh, rice
3: instead of like noodles. I'm gonna look that up. I'm coming back in with that.
0: Yeah, go with that. If if you were gonna go to Germany, Schnitzel is the way to go. Oh, there's get Schnitzel that, over there. So... Jäger Schnitzel, the, the not that the like mushroom s- gravy? Isn't
3: it's veal that is it's pretty, pounded get, out yeah, like thin, thin as my la- like thin as my laptop, just paper it's, thin. It's
0: veal or pork, depending on what type of Germany, which side of Germany you go. I remember we looked that up. Yeah, that is it's right. Depending That's on which right. side of Germany you go to, they either go veal or pork.
3: In in Berlin, it's veal, and and they literally they there's no salt and pepper. There's nothing. It's just veal. Smash it out. They go bread it real thin. Pan fry it. They're going to serve it to you, and they're going to go, okay, put some lemon juice on it and enjoy. And you literally just take a lemon, squeeze it over it, and I'm telling you right now, top 10 things I've ever put in my mouth.
2: So it's not like a a, a veal country fried steak.
0: It's N- not even close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's at a first, completely that's what different was... experience. Completely different experience. It's it's not even going to come close Like what you would go to like. Cracker barrel or lizard lizard stick it no, and it's get so, for the so fried better. steak there. You
3: and I are totally going to that German restaurant that's here in Columbia that has that soon.
0: I, w- I would go tomorrow. It's it's fantastic. For, fr-
3: Friday night. Let's do it Friday night. <laughs> okay. That is tomorrow, Chris. You are right. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so that that was our food talk. I'm glad we got that out. Um I love talking about food. We need to talk about it a little more. But uh um this is my question of the day, Awesome stupid question of the day. This is a pretty good one. Um, So if I gave you the option to live three times from the ages of 1 to 28, where that you would live from 1 to 28, die, and then you would relive it 1 to 28, but you could make changes and you would still keep all the knowledge or you get one long full life to the age of 100, which one are you choosing?
0: but I can be stuck infinitely in the 1 through 28. You get three three lives. Three lives. So you live 1 to 28, die, or
2: are reincarnated at one years old. So, like, you would start now. You would live from 2020 to 2048. 48. You would die, and then 2049, you would become a one-year-old and restart the cycle ever again.
0: Ooh, that's a tough one because it's not like you start back over your originally born key the same notch you can't go back in and place like sports bets that you know it's gonna come true yeah you're like you're, you're starting over like the knowledge you has the the knowledge that you have is not really relevant because it's not like you're replaying those years over again it's like you still have to try to predict what's gonna happen in the future
2: but you like you get rid of like the early school ages because you remember most of your sch- and you can focus on other things
0: yes. Oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm I'm gonna have to say that I'm gonna have to go with the like the hundred years of a full long life.
1: I say I think yeah I would go a hundred the hundred year life you know because then you're gonna you're gonna live your life as a you know your twenties your you know do do all those things, but then you get you know get married, have your kids, see them grow up, have the grandkids, see the you know spoil the grandkids, hopefully you probably have great grandchildren at 100 years old I would assume so you know you get to you get to experience all the joys of life instead of that one to 28 year I feel like is that's self-centered almost you know that's that's just focusing on yourself also
0: not to mention 28 times three is only 84 so you get yeah, 16 I mean, more years out of the full you you're losing
2: life. you're losing more life and I actually moved it down See, to it tw- would
0: be it'd be tough if you said like you were born in the year 2000 went to twenty twenty eight and then kicked back over re- at two thousand yeah, yeah went back to twenty twenty so, and you did that three times. So
2: I was gonna say one to thirty, but I actually thought y'all were gonna go other way. So I bumped it down to twenty eight. So I really did think y'all were gonna go young and not want the full life. partly because I was thinking life after eighty uh,
0: you you just it all, depends. it all depends on what you've done in your life, how you've treated yourself, how you've taken care
3: of yourself. They created Viagra for a reason. I mean,
0: you, oh, you can keep it
3: not. going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, what's your take? What, what would you take? I, I I guess, like, these two quickly took the 100 year So, am I guaranteed to make it to 100?
2: Yes, you're guaranteed to make it to 100. Is it Is it guaranteed you die at 100, too? Hey, you see, your birthday, 100 years old. Hey, hey, everybody. Happy birthday. Bye. I'm going to leave now. You're Do I get, I
3: get to go off like Odin? Do I just turn into a little dust and just? Yeah, fly you,
2: you basically know at the end of the like you mid- go to sleep midnight, that night, you wake yeah, up dead. Yeah, midnight, midnight, you're done.
3: I'm gonna drink so much on my hundredth <laughs> birthday. I mean, see, I also, I, I also I'm don't like the fact, out and going out, baby. <laughs> I also don't like the fact that
0: in both these situations, you know when it comes to it. Yeah, day. yeah, that sucks for both of them.
2: That like. People always say, I want to know when I die or how I die.
0: I don't want to know.
2: I don't want to know. That, that, that should have uh, yeah, missed you. Yeah,
0: because you would be sitting there for the rest Just, of your life. Can you imagine the anxiety when you wake up the morning that you know you die?
2: I went skydiving.
0: That whole day that would, would
1: suck. Wouldn't, wouldn't leave the house. <laughs> I'd go skydiving. Wouldn't diving. leave the house.
3: I don't know what I would do.
2: I'd go Rocky Mountain climbing. There's a song about this, guys. Come on.
3: I mean, that, oh, that's a song about cancer. Girl. Anyways. Uh, but uh, he thought he was dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll go,
0: yeah, three times, t- three twenty-eight sessions or a one 100 session.
3: It, it ruins it for me. Cause I'm not going to keep my memories from the first two twenty-eight sessions. That, that so. was the kicker for me. No, yeah, no, you, so.
0: you, you are,
2: but the problem is you can't like go back bet sports bets because you're, you're growing. The day,
0: yeah. The day you die, you reincarnate the next day. day. It's not like you start over that 28 year period.
3: Okay. Okay. So, So, like, like, I'll have my my memories. No,
2: you'll have your whole memories from your first, like, just the things you've learned. Like, learn knowledge. Not like, oh, I see that person and I used to hook up with you because I was 26 years old and now I'm one year old.
0: That would suck, too, because, like, let's say you, like, in your 28-year span, you're going to fall in love. You die. You leave that love behind. When you reincarnate, you're going to want to go reconnect that love and they're going to have no idea who the hell you are. It's going... That, that might be... That's more heartbreak. That's going to be heartbreak for you right there.
1: But would you not want to we find love after that one year... After going into your second 28-year period, would you not want to we find love with somebody else?
0: You do. You, I mean, you do, but you, you're still going to have that connection. It's still going to be there. You can't deny that. It's You're still going to want to be with that one... You're going to wish you could have live the full life with that one person if it's truly the one person that you met like the love of your
3: life you know you know what else turns me away from the 28 year factor thing i don't want to go through middle school again like i i That's did not i did times not, middle school sucks <laughs> i did not enjoy middle school <laughs> but high school was fantastic don't get me wrong but, but, but think
2: if you have a different approach think if you've already been oh, through you no know, mi- you walk you, in knowing yeah, what the hell you've to already been through middle school once and you're going in for a second time like think think about how you could own, like in both situations you should own middle school and you should own high school, and even college. Like oh. you should know the shit, you should know how this works, and like you should know what people do and like how to have a fucking
0: and here's, good here's time. Here's the here's the key kicker I think for any middle school student out there, you know these social interactions, you know how to handle yourself in a situation, you know you know how not to sound stupid, not to embarrass yourself. You could be the you're gonna be the chill, relaxed kid because you're like. Hey, bitch, I've been here before. I got this. But no one's going to know that. So you're going to you be like the smooth sailor through middle school. You're
3: still going to have braces and that ugly haircut, though. It's just not going to He change. can't fight that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, shout out me. never had braces, so I don't know. Shout
2: out you mm-hmm. shouldn't have the bad haircut because you should have done this before. Austin, you, know,
3: you, Austin, you still got the same haircut I, you had in middle school. You, know you ain't learned was, in 10 years. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> I don't give a shit. But uh, I... I so you're in on the one through twenty
3: eight? Uh, no, I don't. No, no. I so, I'll still take the hundred. So I'll what? What 100. age? i I'm not planning on living a hundred years, anyways. So I'll take the I'll take the three hundred. So, so what age would
2: it have to be to where you would duplicate it, where it wouldn't? You wouldn't take the hundred. Uh, it would
0: have to be like close to. Just mathematically, it would almost have to be, like, three times of 35 or 33 because, like, you live through your actual physical peak well, three I, different times. I
3: actually think it would be, like, like, let's say 18, like your senior year of high oh, school.
0: Oh, one thing we're forgetting a whole lot here is you're forgetting about sports. Like, if you live your adolescence three different times... You know how to be the key quarterback, the key line, because you you know the knowledge of See, the actual sport more than other people that don't know.
3: Okay, I forgot about Adam, that. I Adams is five that. foot seven. All right. Hey, a- I'm it,
1: gonna I'm gonna make a great slot receiver. All right. About your third time around, <laughs> he's, he's gonna be a Julian Edelman three times over.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know. All right, so. Um, but that's why
2: I went with 28 because like twenty a good age where like you're you don't have to have kids by 28. You don't have to be married by 28. Like, is a good age where you can still, like, go out and get drunk and be hammered and not, like, be looked at socially like you're a failure in life.
0: You never have to make that commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Well, like,
2: you, you can have a wild life. You can do what you want, and no one can look at you and say, oh, you need to grow up with yourself.
3: So let's restructure this real quick. What if we went 18 to 40? like you're you're going to go through high school you're going to have a chance to fall in love three times with three uh, different people what, probably what, have 16 kids to 40 like you mean cuz like, high like f- 15, 15 18 Fifteen, is like,
2: yeah, eighteen. yeah 18's like the end my of high qu- school
3: no 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 that's what i'm saying like did anybody enjoy their freshman year really that much in high school uh, sophomore year was a banger
0: my question is though what what state are you in when you take over at 15 16 or 18 like what your body your your mental everything like physical and mental and like emotional state where are you at do you have any control over that or is it just like a wild card every time you read i mean a it's card like a
3: day? literal literal refresh like no
0: yeah you know oh, from where i was at at that time period yeah, yeah you, you you at 15 oh, every, I think, all three I, times you're gonna take right back
3: over at you at 15.
0: I could still do damage to the world but it wouldn't <laughs> be it would not be like in a physical or sports world it would be like a financial situation oh, yeah. I, I could come back in and kick ass but but it also depends on if we're starting over the day that we die or if we kick it back the 20 something years
2: we're not going back because i know what you're saying if you go back you can gamble you can and there's so many worldly events oh but okay so matt then- in time traveler you could be like him make your own show about it but uh you I start would, you re you start the next day. You die and then start the next day.
0: I would still do damage financially cuz between 18 and 22 I blew through way too much money. <laughs> there was no saving. It was buy buy
3: buy drink drink drink. So would All right, so now the new question, would you take it 18 to 40 over 3 times or would you do 100 years? I think I would. I think I would take the 18, 18 to over 40, 40 I three, would. three times. I would. How about you, Adam?
1: No, I still want to have that 100 year life. I still I still like would Eventually to to have kids, to see a family grow up, to have grand you know, and experience all of that versus at forty years old be like, all right, guys, I had a good time.
2: See ya. Adam <laughs> wants to be sitting on the uh, rocking chairs on the front How porch. How dare you, with you big want a
0: fulfilling, Betty. wholesome life, okay? He wants he Who wants, wants that. He wants big old Betty sitting
1: next to him on man, the front wh- porch. Why she gotta be big, man. I was gonna say
0: just went straight to the big old Betty. Didn't even big give him my man a chance Betty. over there.
2: Just,
1: just Betty, <laughs> just Betty's <laughs> fine.
0: Cooking you, need, you need that <laughs> cornbread and biscuits.
2: Wow! But uh, and so y'all all sitting. y'all all would take, but would, I
0: would I would take the hundred year life. It would have to be some crazy ass circumstances for me to take a three year overdue of like a smaller span.
2: All right. What if this? What if we all go? We all four start at the same age. And do all three trips together.
1: Then yeah, I take a like an eighteen to four or the one through twenty eight. If we all four got to do a one through twenty eight together, three different times, relive our childhood again. We could we could cause some damage on the uh, we we cause more region.
0: damage. <laughs> we could uh we could screw some shit up. We could we could do we could do some serious damage. Yeah, I agree with that. That that. That's a doozy. That's a thinker there. That would be yeah. the
1: only way I would take the the three twenty eight year lifespans was if we could all do it together,
3: one more time.
1: Just one more. Yep. Yeah, or just two one more, more time. times.
3: Or three <laughs> more times. Or we probably we would probably blow up the world so much we wouldn't even get a third time at it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so, all right. What we got
0: um, what we got next on the agenda.
3: Well, I, I have a quick side of the day, and I think that'll kind of roll us into the the pick six recap for us. So, um, quick stat. Uh, previous from this weekend's NFL uh, Tom Brady throwing three touchdowns and Drew Brees throwing three touchdowns career mark. Now Tom is only 21 touchdowns away from breaking Peyton Manning's um, career touchdown mark. And Drew Brees is now only 17. So we're probably going to see both of these guys break it in the same year. And I guess it's a race to whoever's going to last longer between Tom and Drew to whoever will eventually hold the all time touchdown mark. So, but that's just the stat of the day, rolling back into this weekend's pick sixes. Unfortunately, and uh, if you're all wondering, or if anybody actually did the math on it from Instagram, yes, I was, <laughs> I was the loser from this past weekend's pick six. I think we're all losers because pretty much. Did you cover? You get I, you get had, four of your six right, Adam.
1: I had four of my six right. Okay. I had covered with the Dallas, and I yeah. put well, I pushed with the Rams.
3: You you only got two. So
2: Adam had. Three and a half is how we're going to do it. We're doing pushes and right. half points now. So, I had one and a half. Yeah, and If
0: anybody was paying attention, Saturday night, after all college football was done, I was sitting at two wins. Chris was sitting at one win with two games left to go. Don't know what the other guys were. What was it, Austin? I had one win with two left.
1: I had two wins with two left.
0: Okay, so me... And Adam could have tied, or Austin and Chris could have taken the cake by themselves, or somehow tied with, it could have been a four-way tie, it could have been all up in the air, but somehow, Chris drew the short end of the stick in the magical universe that we live in, and dropped the only two games he had left. Austin ended up winning one to jump him up to two wins, and Chris was the only loser, he got, he got the short end of the deal on that one.
3: Screw the goddamn Cleveland Browns. If you jumped on the hype with the Cleveland Browns like I did, don't do it again for the next 16 weeks of your life. They are still the Cleveland Browns, and they proved it this weekend against the fifth worst team in freaking NFL football with the Tennessee Titans. If you're a Titans fan – Congratulations, but don't get overhyped. You're still probably going to end up winning five games this year. Like, Cleveland, what are you doing? Not only did you not cover the five and a half, you got blown the freak out at home by like 30. And then, unfortunately, the Atlanta Falcons are still the Atlanta Falcons and just forgot how to score more than – 15 20 points this week cuz that's all they had to freaking do to cover at this point. Road they could, game they, they suck it on they suck on the road. Yeah, I mean Minnesota 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 actually threw it in through a red zone pick and fumbled the ball on another chance where they were within almost 30 yards of the goal line. So Minnesota could have dropped 42 points and all I needed was literally a nice two touchdowns out of Atlanta to cover that and they still didn't do it. So Way to go, Atlanta. Way to go, Minnesota. Y'all failed me. Way to go, Cleveland. You failed me. And I, you know what? It's my fault for only getting one right. I deserve to spin the Wheel of Punishment. So, looking forward to me and Adam spinning the Wheel of Punishment in the next couple of days. Bye. Breaking breaking news.
2: Uh, Christian Yellis out for the season. He just fractured his kneecap tonight. Um, that news literally just dropped as of Tuesday night. Um, but you'll be hearing this on Thursday, so you should know this. Um Dude was on pace for a great season. Now it looks like uh, Cody Bellinger is a front runner for the NL um, I'm about to say, MVP. I'd say Yelich
1: was definitely, definitely the uh, favorite for the NL MVP. For and, the uh, and even listeners now, out
0: there that don't know what we're talking about, Austin, fill them in. Who are you talking about? Uh,
2: Cody Bellinger for the Dodgers will now be the NL MVP. Go ahead and book that in. But uh, Christian Yelich, uh, Brewers outfielder, left handed batter. Um in the running for a triple crown, actually he was a couple of points off of the bat and average, second in behind one home run in the NL to Cody Bellinger and was a few RBIs back. I think it was like ten or
3: twelve last time I checked. But uh he was he was last year's NL M V P. So yeah. he he was going for a back to back. Um and, I,
1: and with his season, I still I mean, even with him being out he still could he's had good enough numbers. Nah, you got you
3: got the rest of September. Be- so Bellinger, Bellinger will finish him, strong. He he leads him in home runs already. acuna just got a chance to do that forty forty and I think I think if he gets to forty forty then then no. that'll that'll kinda of put him in there. But no, I mean Cody Bellinger is the soft and easy take for NL MVP right now. And if you took Christian Yelich, you made the right decision, you just got unfortunately yeah, just, screwed you, out of you it. You just
2: got hurt with an injury. I mean, um so Let's flip this back to the NFL real quick. Biggest surprise from week one? Anybody got any takes?
0: Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers getting butt-raped by the New England Patriots. Just going to throw that out there.
3: Miserable. Just absolutely miserable. The the Cleveland Browns getting blown out at home by the Tennessee Titans. That was just sweet, (laughs) sweet
0: justice as an (laughs) AFC team fan. to hear the Browns talk so much mad shit. And they lose like – Yes, the Steelers got blown out by the Patriots, but that's also the defending Super Bowl champions. Cleveland Browns got blown out by the Tennessee Titans. Can anybody tell me where they placed last year?
3: They were five and eleven, so they they had a top ten pick. They, they it, were. That they was were just terrible. sweet,
0: sweet justice to hear those Brown fans shut up just just for one week. If it, even if it's one week, it's just it's awesome to hear them just shut up.
1: If we were, if Devin, Devin Collins is listening, um. Remember, man, there's always next year.
0: <laughs> Take the Dallas Cowboy motto. So, Wait till next year.
2: Adam, any big takes? Any surprises of the weekend? Your um, boy threw four hundred yards. That should be a huge surprise. Yeah.
1: Dak, shout out to them boys getting that big win over the Giants.
3: It's the Giants.
1: Hey, it's still a big win. Um especially in the division. Uh yeah. Dak throwing for four hundred and five yards and four touchdowns. And one of our actually Uh, adult friends, Joe Parker, almost called his stats. He said 450 and five touchdowns. So, 405 and four touchdowns is pretty damn close. But then, uh, the way Lamar Jackson played and the Baltimore Ravens in general played, I thought looked fantastic in the way they were able to spread the ball around.
2: Pump the brakes. It's the Miami Dolphins.
1: They still look good. The
2: Miami Dolphins... Have about a seventy percent chance to go defeated this year. Like they are that bad. Like I don't know their schedule. Granted, they may have an easy game somewhere, maybe a Tampa Bay or something like that. But there is there's there's a decent chance they do not win a game.
3: I I was gonna actually go with Baltimore as well. I was really impressed with um, just the Baltimore's offense is completely different than every single offense in the NFL. Even with what Cliff Clink, Cliff. Kingsbury is bringing to the Arizona Cardinals. I was just really impressed with the accurate down down the field accuracy of Lamar Jackson. In Why
2: that game. he had that at LSU or not LSU? At
3: Louisville. He he didn't have. Well, uh, he has a big arm, but there's a difference in having a big arm and having down the field accuracy. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. I I think I think just the on target in stride forty yards down the field hitting Marquise Brown twice. Was impressive to me, as well as like when you talk about when he was at, at Louisville, he would hunk up balls down the field, but the receiver would have to stop, or it'd have to, you know, he'd have to run even yeah. faster and get overthrown, or he'd have to come back through coverage, things like that. So, but it's very unique, and and Mark Ingram is a is a great piece in that offense as far as being able to just pound the ball twenty five times a game for them and get. I mean, do you do you realize Mark Ingram averaged over ten yards a carry this weekend? Yeah, like I get it, I get it. It's the Miami Dolphins. Don't get me wrong; you're not wrong. Miami's probably gonna win two games this year, but ten yards carry is is I mean, awesome.
1: Yeah, so, Mark, Mark Ingram sat on my bench in fantasy. That's unfortunate.
3: So,
2: um, mine would be just the NFL and whole. They got it right. A banger of a Thursday night game. Great game. I mean, a, a division rivalry. There's a lot on the line. Rodgers versus the Bears. He got hurt with them last year. Great move. Oldest rivalry in in the NFL. Open up the 100th season with the oldest rivalry. Got it right. Some say New England should have had that game because they just won the Super Bowl. No, you got it right. Um, Outside of this Sunday night game, Sunday night game was trash, like Alex has stated. But those are perfect teams. You put those two teams, you let New England unroll their banner right in front of Pittsburgh, a little slap you right in the face because we have six now, too. Perfect. NFL got it right there, too. Monday night, you bring in a uh, Denver and the Raiders. Who thought that game was going to be good? And the Raiders came out there and lit up the black hole. That would—they played the game out of their ass. They will never play another game like that. So, betters do not take Oakland. They will not be like that. But what a doozy we had in the Saints. I mean, oh,
3: what a fantastic, what
2: game. a game! You score a touchdown with two passes. You get the ball on your twenty-five yard line, and you have a minute thirty to go down, and you have to score a touchdown. You throw two passes, one to 38 yards for uh, D-Hop down the sidelines. Who lets D-Hop open and to the sidelines, granted, and then uh, over the middle post to uh, Kenny Stills, score a great touchdown. That was electric. Miss the extra point. It gets called back for a flag. Make the extra point. All right, where you got a game now, and Drew Brees just does what he does, leaves him down, 60 or 58-yarder, big kick. Great game. The NFL just got it right with all the games they put on primetime. You,
3: you know what I didn't like? What I didn't like about the way they did Monday night, though. Like, obviously, they they put the better game first. The whole country got to see the Saints and Texans. That's clearly the better game than Oakland and, and Denver. But they started the Oakland Denver game at eleven forty-five our time, East Coast. And I mean, it's Monday night, guys. Like, people on the East Coast still got to go to bed before two in the morning, and. You know, I would have liked an opportunity to enjoy both games. Now, they hit the right market, don't get me wrong. It's Denver and Oakland. you got to go West Coast time. For them, that's 7.40. It's literally a primetime game still on their side of the coast. So, I understand why they did it, but I do think they kind of hurt their viewership just a little bit by starting it too late. Started at 9.40. I mean, they're used to having games start at 4 to 5 to 6 in the afternoon over there. So, started at 9.40. Let us get to halftime by 11. Some of us will probably still watch the next hour and go to bed at midnight.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, kind of speaking of getting late there, this kind of getting late over here where we're recording that, and we're just going to say, if you could, go out there and share the poll question that you should see posted on our social media for us. Let that get more widespread, more input for us. That can help us, you know, have a little bit of topic discussion for us. But other than that, I think that's going to do it here from the Beer, Bacon, and Bros. uh, studios. Does anybody have any little final alibis, statements, last words?
1: Uh, Cox by 90.
0: Cox by 90 over Alabama, bringing in Stephen Garcia to lead the chant. We got the
3: momentum, yep. boys. Shout out to a better round of pick sixes that is coming don't, your way this weekend, people. Don't we promise Don't be it.
2: a retard and bet South Carolina to win outright against Alabama. We've done it once, and we can say we've done it once, and we w- will be the last, time, the last team Nick Saban ever beat in the SEC, but he will beat us no, this weekend. No,
0: no, no. He's the – he, the SEC East, the last team to beat Alabama is South Carolina. He'd be the last – we'd be the last SEC East team he would lose to. He
2: is the only team – South Carolina is the only team Nick Saban has not beaten in the SEC under his tenure. He has not beaten South Carolina because we've only played okay them once. I'm okay
3: with that. I'm, yeah, I haven't fact-checked that, but that does actually sound no, it's
2: accurate. No, it's 100% true, and it will happen this weekend, and go ahead and crown him one of the
0: best to ever be. Hey, well, at least we can say we went one and one.
2: Yeah, who has a winning record or competitive record against Bama?
0: Yeah, who actually has the decent record. But anyways, I think that's going to be it. Thank you for listening. Uh, Spread the word about us if you don't mind. Just let other people know about us. We we think we do good. If you think we do good, tell the people that we do good. And maybe we can make your eardrums bleed joy. I don't know. Cut that out. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Make your eardrums bleed
2: joy.